0: I am the man This is my yard now Who wants to walk with Elias? The new Daniel Bryan The WWE CHAMPION! Hello and welcome to the wrestling newspaper podcast. I'm your host Daniel. The Royal Rumble is now what, five, five, six days away? Five, six days, yet, And the biggest story coming out of Raw last night, John Cena. John Cena's looking like he's out of the Royal Rumble for this year. Um, Other news is Alexa Bliss, she's been cleared officially, she's been out probably uncleared for about 4 or 5 months now, she's finally been cleared to wrestle and she will be in the Women's Royal Rumble. Other note coming out of Raw, Strowman, Strowman is cleared, so he was pulled out of the match with Lesnar. Probably, well, pretty certainly, just down to them not wanting him in the match. They must have wanted Balor in that match. So, Strowman pulled out the match just for purely booking decisions. As we reported last week, it was purely the plan all along, pretty much. So, Balor was put in that match just basically out of booking choice. Nothing to do with Braun Strowman being injured. Right, let's get into the John Cena situation. So, a bit of a fast-paced start to the show. John Cena, last night, um, we.com reported that John Cena's status in the men's Royal Rumble match will be in question following a left ankle injury that was supposedly sustained during the main event of last Monday night's edition of Raw, in which he was pinned clean in the middle by Finn Balor. I think Corbin and McIntyre were in that match beforehand. So, I think in the match, Cena was actually, do you know what I mean? I think he was selling his ankle a little bit. But whether whether or not it's real, we don't know. It seems a bit strange, maybe, to pull him out. Um, the the article said that he injured his 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 legs or his ankle further in the gym on Sunday before Raw. Uh, but I think the rumor was that Cena was starting a program with Lars Sullivan of NXT. But something I don't know what's going on with Lars. Something I really do believe something deeper is going on with Lars Sullivan. He was scheduled to make his debut. On last week's Raw, start a program with Cena. Might have been two weeks ago now. That was pulled. Something's going on with Laws. I think he apparently no shoulder Raw, no shoulder SmackDown. So, yeah, maybe they've just pulled Cena out. The Royal Rumblers, they don't have anything for him. Do you know what I mean? That could be a reason... I'm just speculating there, but as I say, it seems a bit strange. He was in the... He's either injured or they just they just don't have anything for him. Maybe they're just thinking, well, we'll start a different storyline coming after the Royal Rumble. It does seem a bit strange because Cena is no stranger to making these appearances where he'll just show up for one week, just be in the match, lose the match, and then we won't see him again. So it, it might be leaning slightly more towards the injury. It was a bit strange, I felt, last night, I'm rather was absolutely no mention of Cena. I was Obviously, they put um, the story up on WWE.com an hour or two before Raw. I thought maybe this is a storyline that they'll be getting into on Raw, but no, there was nothing. So as far as we know, Cena is probably out of the Royal Rumble match. It seems a bit bizarre to put this if he's not. But yeah, so it's looking likely Cena is out of the Royal Rumble match. Stay tuned to the at Wrestle newspaper Twitter. As soon as we get any more news on that situation, it will be on our Twitter. Um, as we said earlier, Alexa Bliss. So, Alexa Bliss, she had a match with Rousey, didn't she, at SummerSlam? few weeks after that she wouldn't they wouldn't clear her basically to return to the ring she was scheduled to face who was it? Um, Trish Stratus she was scheduled to face her at Evolution in a one on one match that then got changed to a tag match But the match was cancelled as Bliss, they just wouldn't clear her. I think she gained another concussion, they wouldn't clear her. So that was the end of September, start of October she was pulled from that match. So she's been out of action. They've done a good job really of hiding it because they've had obviously this moment of Bliss segment. They had her in, They was lining her up actually to be the GM of Raw until they decided to go with them at man's taking back control of raw so yeah so bliss after all these months she is now back cleared to wrestle she'll be in the women's royal rumble match so maybe we don't expect any of these walking segments backstage on her that we got last week which can only be a good thing i'm guessing other news so we said Braun Strowman he's been cleared he basically got took out of the match with Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, people saying that was because he wasn't cleared, that doesn't look to be the case, as he's been cleared, he faced Finn Balor on Raw last night, so, main stories coming out of Raw, Strowman cleared, Bliss cleared, Cena out injured, so that's basically all the news we've got on that, Raw itself, I thought it was was an okay show, there was nothing really that made you think, right, I've got to watch this Royal Rumble, it was just your standard go-home show, it did its job, um, the show itself, it opened up with Brock and Heyman. They came out to strong boos. Uh, how good was Heyman at his promo? I thought Heyman was absolutely brilliant in this. He talks about how Finn Balor believes, how the people believes. He's basically putting Balor over, but then he goes and says, Spoiler alert, miracles fear Brock Lesnar. I thought this was a great line, really. And yeah, so Heyman puts over Finn Balor, but he says at the end of the day, Lesnar is going to be retaining his title as he always does. Funny, after his spoiler alert, usually he says, spoiler alert, Lesnar is still champion come next week. He didn't actually say that. So next we get Vince who comes out and interrupts Lesnar and Heyman. Now Vince, he's looking old. Obviously his music is presence it gives like the, a bigger feel to the story but these days when he comes out on the mic he just i feel like he's mumbling over his words a, bit, a little bit like me at the start of the episode <laughs> but yeah he mumbles over his words uh, he points over to lesnar but refers to him as balor it's pretty sad to see because obviously vince although he's a bit of a knob sorry vince he's a bit of a knob he he's always been a great character great on the microphone um speaking of not great on the microphone next we get braun out and he's putting in his you know what i mean he's i'm braun Strowman. bad impression His that voice is coming out it seems so scripted and forced it just doesn't seem natural the way he's talking don't i um, i used to like braun Strowman's promos i think they was good when they had him speaking just one or two liners but when he's pandering to the crowd and stuff it just doesn't really work for me he's not quite got that fluency He's just used to these scripted promos. He's basically talking about how last week was the worst night of his life, and it's all Baron Corbin's fault. So he's blaming Baron Corbin. Yet, unless I I might skip through it, they didn't really build anything towards him and Corbin. Thankfully, on this show, and so Strowman's out there. He's the one like they're trying to get across as the star, it seems. And then Balor just interrupts him. For me, Balor should have been bill it Should have been a big entrance interrupting Brock Lesnar but he's still got a great pop and in case you missed it we put the news on there at the wrestling newspaper twitter last night in an interview with ESPN Balor basically stated it was unlikely he would be the demon Finn Balor at the Royal Rumble he's been hiding behind this for too long in his big matches he feels he wants to be sorry Becky Lynch he wants to be the man Finn Balor at the Royal Rumble so unless they're trying to swerve us which a few people kindly commented on my tweet. It looks like it's going to be the man Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. So Balor, cuts a promo about David and Goliath and Vince cuts him off right in the middle of it to make the Balastroma match. And clearly this wasn't what was meant to happen. Vince clearly lost his position because Balor re-interrupts him and talks back about how the David and Goliath story went down and Vince then gets right back to making the Balor and match. So Vince was very unconvincing for me in this segment, which was a shame to see because, as I say, he is a good on-screen character. So, yeah, so Vince makes Finn Balor versus Strowman. which typically it wasn't really much of a match. The match is just built around Balor and Lesnar. Lesnar's on the outside. Lesnar catches him and delivers a German which bizarrely the ref doesn't DQ, Balor attacks Lesnar, Balor he looks like a killing machine, he's going over everyone, he's assaulting Lesnar on the outside, he comes into the ring, hits the coup de grace on Strowman Lesnar runs in the ring, hits the F5 for the DQ, that's it now for me, they've not done much have they with Balor these last few months they've not done enough with Finn Balor to get him pushed into this spot just have him go over Strowman do you know what I mean? Have him take the win over Strowman. Strowman's not going to be hurt by that. Do you know what I mean? Strowman, he's clearly not in, He's not got big WrestleMania plans. That's apparent. So what is the harm in Strowman taking the pin to Balor here? I hate to compare WWE to New Japan because all these babies will start crying. But in New Japan, if they're trying to make someone, take Jay White, as much as I'm not the biggest Jay White, Jay White fan, they're trying to make Jay White, make him seem credible for Tanahashi. So what does Jay White do? He goes over Okada at the Tokyo Dome. Would it really hurt to put Finn Balor over Strowman? Let's not forget, the Royal Rumble is the second biggest pay-per-view of the year. This is a stadium show. This is a massive show. Just have Balor go over him. It's not going to make any difference. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to make any difference. However... They, for some reason, they bottle it. They go for the no contest, DQ finish. And yeah, Balor's led in the middle of the ring like a geek. Now for me, does it? Does it is sometimes WWE say, oh, we don't need to make someone look strong on Raw because they're going over on the pay-per-view. Now maybe that's the case with Balor. I'd be surprised. I think it made a lot more sense. Because I remember when Balor won beat Rollins didn't he at SummerSlam, the week before on Raw, he went over Roman. Now that is Vince's golden boy it was, Roman. And Balor went over him clean in the middle. One, two, three. Should have happened here. But Vince just didn't have the bollocks to do it, did he? So yeah, so that was that. What else do I want to talk about from Raw? Uh, I'll talk about what happened next. Lashley and Apollo, they had a segment. Now this segment, it was not really what I want to see, but... The boss stood there on this pedestal doing gym poses, and it actually worked. Apollo, possibly for the first time in three years, maybe not to his own fault, he just showed a bit of a sense of humour, a bit of a character, and the crowd were loving it. I was actually happy for Apollo. The crowd are cheering. I couldn't believe this segment got over, because on paper, this was not a good segment. But he got over. Apollo is over, and I'm thinking... They probably didn't expect Apollo to get this over. It would have been good for Apollo just to get the win here. But the match starts and the crowd are gone. Everything that happened in the segment before with Apollo, showing his sense of humour, it's gone. They do a, a, a spot where Apollo un- unintentionally drops Lashley right on his face. And one of my most hatred things in wrestling, right? If you botch a move, you then do a quick transition and you do the move again. No, no don't do that because all it does is point out to people like me who are paying attention you've just botched the spot at first i'm thinking did he botch that spot did he look like he might have done but as soon as they pick them back up to do it again you basically tell us we botched the spot we've got to redo it just move on from it it happened in the big pete dunjo coffee match at the takeover Blackpool show just move on from the spot and forget about it Do you know what I mean? I'm sure you professionals, just call it in the middle of the ring. But maybe WWE don't want them doing that. But for me, just call it in the middle of the ring and carry on. So, yeah, so the match ends. Rush is interfering. For some reason, the ref allows it. Lashley spears Apollo. That was it. Lashley wins just to beat Apollo in a five-minute match. After all that hard work in that segment... Where Apollo finally sort of got himself over for the first time, really, since his debut the night after Mania Thirty Two in Dallas, and Cole even comments on the ref giving a lot of leeway, we way a lot of leeway during this match. So yeah, so we have Lashley wins. That was it. Rollins comes out. They start off a Drew McIntyre match with Rollins that's coming next. Rollins cuts a promo, blah, blah, blah. All these folks were working class. It won't be easy. He wants to win the Rumble. It was a decent promo. But what I did notice, Rollins isn't as over as he was this time last year. Leading into Mania last year, Rollins was the man. He had that killer match with John Cena and Roman Reigns in the gauntlet. And then after that, he was hot as shit. I don't know if shit's hot because I've never touched it but I'm guessing he was shit hot yeah and he's still over just not to the degree that he was obviously the Dean Ambrose if you didn't help it playing not front and center during the shield run at the end of the summer probably didn't help so the problem with WWE they cool guys off for months then expect them to come back hot just keep try and keep it going maybe but as I say, he cuts a good promo. And I think at this point, for me, which we'll get to later, Seth Rollins probably has to be the favourite to win the Royal Rumble. Um, but what I couldn't help but notice is Drew McIntyre, he comes out next. He cuts a great promo. He probably stole it. Better better promo than Rollins did. He's delivery, he's delivery, his delivery's better than mine. Delivery's fantastic. He just, he's just got a great voice, I think, for the mic. I think he just gets into his business, says he's going to be the last two, him and Rollins, and he's going to throw Rollins over that top rope, and he's going to win the Royal Rumble and go on to face the Universal Champion at Mania. Now, I think for me the match to go for is Rollins and Lesnar, I think that's the match they're going to go for, but McIntyre, he's doing himself no harm with this, he's been really good these last few weeks, but... Back of my mind, I think they've got this Rollins-Lesnar match in the mind, which I'd be happy to see. I think, get Rollins his win at the Royal Rumble, he'll come out next Monday and Raw, it will be a star, and we'll be back to probably how he was about a year ago, and all the bad work they did with him towards the end of last year, the feud with Ziggler, the Shield stuff, the Ambrose feud, might just be forgotten about. But that gets what happens next. So they had a good match, yeah? It was a good match. But, however, what I didn't like, Rollins wins. And just as I went back to in the first segment of the show, Rollins wins via a roll-up. Now, I'm assuming you're going with Rollins for the Rumble when I'm saying this. But just have him go over McIntyre clean. Have him go all the way with him, just like you should have done with Balor. Rollins doesn't need a roll-up. McIntyre got beat off Ziggler the other week. One, two, three in the middle. He, he can recover from this because you do your 50 50 booking, which you love. Have McIntyre lose the match clean to Rollins. Rollins is on a wave of momentum heading into the Rumble. Instead, they bottle it and he goes for the roll up win. As I said earlier, New Japan, sorry to hop back onto him, would have had Rollins go over one, two, three, clean in the middle onto the Royal Rumble. But just didn't do it, did they? They don't, in in trying to stop people from not getting over, they sort of stop everyone from getting over for me. But, yeah, so what else was the on Raw? So I've talked about that. Um, we had a Corbin match where he beats Elias, one, two, three in the middle. What I noted from that was the really calming down on Elias, aren't they? He was sort of being pushed as your top two, top three babyface just around the Survivor Series period. That seems to have gone now. I don't know what he's done wrong. Obviously, he's not the best in the ring, but he was always over. But if you're losing basically clean to Baron Corbin, then you can't be that keen. Now, next, we had a backstage segment with Revival and Vince, which, if you've all heard the rumours, last week, on after Raw, the Revival, they requested to be released from the company. Yeah, so it was a bit interesting. They had these two with Vince backstage, um, Vince says that he likes their work, which is interesting. Um obviously would we'll be saying that after they asked for the release. But yeah, so they have a match with Rude and Gable. This is what, the third, fourth time they faced. It was just I don't even want to get into what happened, it was just a stupid match. Typical silly WWE match where Revival are trying to sneak every victory they can. And it just doesn't work. Hawkins is the special guest referee. And he spots everything, blah 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 blah, and then Rude Gable gets the roll-up win on the revival. Same old case, trying to stop people from not getting over, stops everyone from getting over. I don't know where they're going with this. The raw tag team titles, honestly, if revival, it even won. What does it even do? The raw tag team titles are essentially nothing these days. They just—it's a shame because the tag tag team division could be, should be, for me, right at the top of the show. But they just don't push these teams. All the teams look like geeks. So, even if Revival do win. So, people could say, yeah, let's give Revival the belts. Let's give them the belts. Make up for everything. They'll, they'll want to stay But What does winning the Raw Tag Team titles even do for you? Nothing. The B Team were Raw Tag Team champions nine months ago. What happened to them? Has anyone seen them? What are they doing? Do you know what I mean? They might be in a random backstage segment, but... <laughs> The Raw Tag Team titles, they're a prop, and not a good prop. So, yes, yeah, so what, what else have we got? So, I've, I've just got to the main event, really. We had Ronda backstage. She was doing a Vince promo, forgetting all the lines. It was a bit awkward. She recovered at the end, so they actually built the Ronda, Sasha stuff quite well, just from how they booked this match, I felt. Um, there's a lot of tension between the two. It was really hard to work out who the babyface, who the heel was. Sasha was acting very heelish, though, to be fair. Uh, Sasha gets the win for her team when she makes Natalia tap in the middle of the ring. Sasha had... I don't really want to get into it, but her pants sort of, like, fell down during this match. They cut it off. It must have been a bit, like, embarrassing for her. Cause I'm sure I read somewhere that they get in trouble if stuff like this happens, but... I mean, it was a mistake, whatever. No one's saying anything anyway. They blacked the screen off. So, yeah, just forget that. Who cares about that? Sasha gets the win for a team, makes Natalia tap clean in the middle, puts over the fact Sasha's bank statement can make people tap out. Natalya's an established wrestler, so they were just getting over the bank statement. Is a killer move. Nia Jax, Nia Jax tapped to it last week. Nat- was it last week, probably? The week before, maybe? Natalia tapped to it this week. So, yeah, they did the job. Like they should have done with Balor, like they should have done with Rollins, they got Sasha over, she tapped Natalia out, who went toe-to-toe with Ronda the other week on Raw, Sasha taps her out clean in the middle of the ring, Sasha's got all the momentum heading into the Royal Rumble, so I've criticised WWE for not doing it with Balor and Rollins, so well done for doing it with Sasha, you got her over here and to be honest with you, the Ronda-Sasha match is probably the most excited I am for most of the matches on the show, really. Um, so yeah, that was raw. It was not right, raw. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was, it wasn't like your crazy Royal Rumble, go home, raw, like what everyone's talking about. Like I posted on the Twitter, plug the Wrestle newspaper Twitter. When Orton kicks McMahon's head off ten years ago, that was like a big story going into the Royal Rumble. Nothing like that, but they built up some of the matches pretty well. I think they could have done better with Finn versus Brock. But hey. Uh, to me, I know the Finn Balor fans don't want to hear it. Although I'm not saying it's totally out of the question, I can. it just feels like a filler match for Brock. I hate to say it, I just think it's a filler match. Brock's just going to win. Balor will have a good showing, but for Balor, a good match with Brock is a win. Just get him over with Vince, show him that he can stand there with Brock Lesnar and better things will happen to him so what's your royal rumble card so for people who don't know your royal rumble card right universal title Ballot versus brock that should be a really good match if brock's got his working boots on which i think he will i think heyman's probably a fan of finn so lesnar probably will be and they'll have his working boots on lesnar's been working well with the smaller guys, so this should be a good match styles versus brian for the wwe championship they had a classic match for me at TLC on last month's pay-per-view. They had some really good SmackDown matches before that. We know what these two can do together. I think they're going to go out there and absolutely kill it. I have another match of the year contender at this stadium show. Sometimes, those stadium shows, I feel like... Sometimes the atmosphere can affect a match. A bit like Styles and Nakamura at last year's WrestleMania. Hopefully that isn't the case. Styles and Brian have all the potentials to have a great match. You've got Oscar versus Becky. That should be a great match. These two, I I don't recall them ever having a singles match. So I'm really interested in this match. Obviously, I don't know which way they're going to go. With the winner, probably Oscar. And there's rumours Becky's going to be in the Royal Rumble match later on in the show. You've got Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks, Royal Women's Championship. That is For me, that is possibly, I'd say, a dream match. Banks, for me, is probably... Maybe other than Charlotte, the best women's wrestler on the main roster. So I think she can have a great match with Rousey. Rousey showed she can go, especially if she's in there with someone good. So I think Rousey and Sasha, interesting note, they've been working on this match. They've been at the Performance Center working on this match over the weekend. So Rousey, when she works on a match, usually has a great match. So they'll be back in the Performance Center, no doubt, this week, practicing that match. You've got Shane McMahon and The Miz. Versus Cesaro and Sheamus for the tag team champions you've got a fatal four-way cruiserweight match which is on the pre-show I think Rusev Nakamura They've had a good some good matches together. I think they faced off at Fastlane last year That was an alright match. They had a really good match in the pre-show at Crown Jewel So yeah, so Finn Brock Styles Bryan Oscar Becky Rousey Banks Rusev Nakamura five matches there they could be really really good on top of that you've got the men's Royal Rumble and I'm just going to give you some of the betting odds for this Royal Rumble in case people and if you don't want to know then it's not really spoiling anything in this case so you've got Rollins who is borderline odds on favourite he's not a clear favourite but he's it's a flip of a coin. He's about even money for you betting fans, are there? Second is Braun Strowman. He's the second favourite for the match. Third favourite, Drew McIntyre. Fourth favourite, John Cena. And then the fifth favourite, which is quite interesting, Kenny Omega is the fifth favourite in the UK betting sites to win the Royal Rumble. Not going to happen. I'm saying right now, I could end up with the egg on my face. It isn't going to happen. So yeah, so they're probably the most interesting of the betting selections. Really, Rollins, as I say, his favourite, which for me is happen happening. I can't see them not going with Rollins. And uh, the Women's Royal Rumble, Charlotte Fair, Charlotte Flair, sorry, is heavy odds on favourite for this match, which is what I'm expecting, to be honest with you. But the basically the betting indicates Charlotte Flair's odds on favourite. Becky Lynch. She's not far off being odds on herself. It's basically, the are saying it's a two-horse race between Flair and Lynch. So, obviously, they're expecting Oscar to lose the match. I mean, oh, sorry, Vince McMahon botched, botched there. Oscar to win the match and Becky to be in the Royal Rumble, which they need to put Becky in this Rumble because if they don't, if the Women's Royal Rumble is on before the Oscar-Becky match, they can get away with it. If the Women's Royal Rumble is on after the Oscar-Becky match, and Becky loses to Oscar, it's going to be a Daniel O'Brien effect at the 2014 Royal Rumble, and we don't want that. <laughs> well, the WWE definitely don't want that. So if you don't want like a hijacking of that, because Becky is at Daniel Bryan levels of over pretty much, just have the women's Royal women's Royal Rumble match on first. So yesterday, yeah, so you betting odds Charlotte and Becky two horse race for the women's Royal Rumble according to the betting. Your next, you've got Shayna Baszler, third favourite, 16 to 1. So, obviously, it's a two horse race, according to the betting between Becky and Charlotte Flair. Men's Royal Rumble. Basically, Rollins is the favourite with Strowman and McIntyre shortly behind. So, yeah, the pay per view itself, on paper, hashtag on paper for you Love Island fans, it is a really good card for this Rumble. How can they mess it up? Only WWE will be able to mess up this card. I'm hoping they don't because some of these matches do have the potential really to be absolutely fantastic. So I'm really hoping that they manage to pull it off. As you have noted, I've not really done any of the predictions for any of these matches because I'm hoping to be back later on in the week with a prediction show. So make sure you tune in for that. So I just basically wanted to, sh- to do a show, really. Just I'll just run through what happened on Raw for you. Um, run through the Royal Rumble matches. We'll also be doing predictions for the NXT Takeover. NXT, NXT Takeover the night before the Royal Rumble show. So make sure you listen to that. I'm hopefully going to get Sean from the Impact Zone podcast to do the show with me. We're just trying to work out a convenient time for both of us. So basically I'm going to end by just talking about what me and Sean are doing. So in case you might have noticed, I've been plugging. It's the Impact Zone podcast. Follow it on Twitter. It's at Zone underscore pod. And what Sean wants to do, it's his podcast. Basically, we wanted to start with the first ever TNA pay-per-view, which was Victory Roll 2004. And every two weeks, maybe three weeks, depending on schedule, but we're going to try every two weeks to review a TNA pay-per-view in order. So we'll be running through all of 2004, which we finished. There was only two. We're then going to do 2005 next week, final resolution. And week by week, well, fortnight by fortnight, we're going to review every show from 2005. So what I want everyone to do is listening to this, follow along. Just watch watch the TNA pay-per-views that we're watching. I'll be posting up. Stay tuned to our Twitter, to the Impact Zone Twitter. I'll be posting what shows we're watching. Watch with us. Do you know what I mean? Watch with us. We'll be doing a two hour review of this show, two hours of audio discussing the show. So it's well worth watching it, just so you know what we're talking about. I'd be really happy if you could all join in, tweet us about it, DM us, whatever, message us about the TNA pay per view. So as I say, follow Sean. And um, finally, I'm going to finish. Martin, who's from the AEW podcast, follow him on Twitter at AEWPodcast1. He has been doing a great job with Elite Talk. He's basically, for me, one of the, if not the best, the only, not only, but the best elite, all elite wrestling podcast out there. He's been there since day one. I think he's busted out five episodes, which is a big help for me getting more audio out there. Saves me doing the job. Not that I'm lazy. But yeah, basically, Martin's been doing a great job with that. He's doing Elite Talk. I think he said he's going to try and do one or two a week. So he's got all your rumours on all elite wrestling. So you've got to listen to his shows. Follow him on Twitter, at EW Podcast. So at the moment, see the wrestling newspaper channel. There's me. I'm going to be doing shows. I'll be doing the preview show for the Royal Rumble and NXT, hopefully later on in the week. I'll be reviewing the Royal Rumble next Monday first thing monday morning there'll be a royal rumble recap show talking everything that happens on the pay-per-view make sure you listen to that check our twitter out just download all our shows basically do you know what i mean subscribe to us on twitter give us a five-star review on itunes that'd be a great help if you enjoy the show to do that so that's it well there's going to be a lot of shows this upcoming week i'm sure martin will be doing an elite talk i'll be doing a prediction show a Royal Rumble show next week be, we'll be reviewing on the Impact Zone podcast TNA Final Resolution 2005 so yeah, join us the Royal Rumble season is starting Wrestlemania is coming very shortly I hope you've all enjoyed the show that was it, we've talked about Raw, Smackdown tonight has got a 2 out of 3 falls match Rey Mysterio, Alberto Del Rio I'll be back later on in the week having a, hopefully having a discussion with Sean Hope you've all enjoyed this quick show, I'll put it as. It was a bit of an impromptu show. It's probably not been the best show. I've not really got many notes. Just thought. Oh, I've watched Raw go and talk about it. So yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed the show. Download, subscribe, listen and enjoy. See you later.